What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister Bertram BJ Major, and I welcome each and every single one of you to a very special episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very much for pressing the play button to check out today's special episode of this podcast. Be sure that you share this podcast through an email, text message, even share this podcast on your social media account. When you do that, not only are you helping this podcast to grow, but most importantly, you are helping the gospel of Jesus Christ reach more and more people. Y'all, today's episode is going to be great. If you are a young preacher, this episode is for you. Amen. Today, Pastor LaVon Grill will be joining me today. We'll be talking about 10 things that ministry reveals and teaches you as a young preacher preachers so this is definitely going to be a great episode today be sure to get ready for some big facts today so with that being said we're going to take a quick break and when um god's recording returns joining me will be pastor levon grill stay tuned for more god's recording hey i am so excited to have this young lady joining me today she um is someone i've been following on social media for a few years and i always say i wanted to have her either on the sunday word report or god's recording so i got it here on god's recording please welcome for the first time pastor levon grill welcome hey everybody hey thank you for allowing me to join you it's an honor and i'm grateful Amen. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's great. I'm grateful just to have you here. I'm grateful to um, be able to have new people on the broadcast. It's just it's an it's an exciting time. It's a very exciting time. And today here on God's Recording, what we're gonna do, me and Pastor Grill, we're both gonna give our own five things that you know ministry reveals and teaches to a young preacher. So basically, it's ten things all together. But she has five. And I have five. So th this is going to be interesting. So if you're a young preacher or you know a young preacher, you better get them and tell them, hey, come check this out right now. This is about to be some good stuff. So go ahead and reach out to them right now because this is definitely going to be good. So um, I'm going to let my guest, Pastor Grill, go ahead first with her five things. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's dig in. Um, you know, uh, just a little background uh, uh um, thoughts for you guys um, you know we're young preachers so um, growing up we're taught the ropes you know we have major giants they come um, they blaze the trail and they show us um, you know how excellence um, ministry is supposed to be done and uh, you know recently um, in 2020 we had many giants that have crossed over um, and it has literally left the church um, in a numbing place um, and so now there's a lot of people that are asking um, who's next and what is to come and who's filling the seats um, but those of you that uh, followed me personally um, I previously told you um, in this year that God was changing the seats in the kingdom and don't be surprised if you realize that it's this generation um, that he fills the seats with um, and not the generation before us um, simply because um, there are many of us who are prepared um, and we're not prepared because we have 
we may be a, a preacher's kid, meaning that we have parents that are pastors or parents that are in ministry. Um, it's not because, um, you know, the calling is so strong on our lives and, you know, we have the ability um, to reach people. Um, but it's specifically because we are the remnant. We are anointed. We are graced for such a time as this. And the Lord has chosen and orchestrated us to carry out the weight of ministry. Um, and because we are young, there are many things we encounter that a lot of people do not touch on. Um, and me and my brother Major, we are going to touch on it today. So I hope you guys are ready for this because this is really... I mean, this is going to be very uncut and um, raw. Um, I will say my five things are stuff that a lot of people don't touch on, um, but it happens, um, especially with number one, premature exposure. Um, being a young person, one of the main things you will encounter is premature exposure. In other words, that is um, when you are released before your time. Um, when people, when the generation before you has see, sees that you are anointed and they see that you are gifted and they see that the Holy Spirit is upon you, um, they're quickly to launch you out without making sure that you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually ready for the assignment. Um, that is actually one thing um, that I noticed um, walking in ministry um, at a young age. Um, premature exposure, being exposed to platforms, and then also um, being exposed to um, the fame side of ministry. Um, I know a lot of people say, how is it that the church um, goes through a fame? Um, it's because all it takes is for you to be in, in to, all it takes is for your name to be mentioned in one place for exposure to shift for you. Um, in other words, um, say today you preach your initial sermon, but next week your name goes into the ears of T.D. Jakes. Um, and there, the next thing you know, you have an assignment at the Potter's House. All it takes is one particular um, moment in your life for you to encounter a platform that you're not ready for, or for you to encounter fame and exposure that you wasn't expecting Um for you to see things that you did not expect to see. Um, in other words, premature exposure shows us, shows us um, both good and bad to ministry. Um, there are some things you will notice um, when it comes down to serving. Um, it is imperative that we as young preachers do not shoot to gain platforms, but shoot to be a servant. Um, it's easy for you to uh, preach to people. It's easy for you to minister to somebody, but do you know what it really means to actually serve? Um, there are, I, I, and I'm grateful for those leaders that are not so quick to push the um, young people in the aspect of, okay, you're anointed, so keep preaching until you burn out. But there are pastors who have wisdom and say, hey, Continue to study. Continue to stay on your face. What's going to keep you is your prayer life. Um, when all of this dies down, um, you need to make sure that you are doing something beyond ministry, that you actually have a balanced life, um, that you're actually shooting um, to be yourself um, and not be somebody else. Because another thing, and I don't know why I'm going here, another thing with exposure, 
um, in that aspect. You have to be careful that you are not picking up somebody's identity and character. Um, because once you get into ministry, there are people you meet and you come across and you're like, wow, they're anointed. The next thing you know, you're starting to pray like them. You're starting to preach like them. So you're picking up somebody else's identity and character um, and you're not authentically being you. So now you're struggling on trying to be yourself and someone else at the same time. It pays that you be yourself and you don't feel your spirit um, with other things that are not pertaining to who God created or graced you to be. Um, number two, um, you know, being in ministry at a young age, um, it will teach you what it will teach you um, what um, what glory will cost you when you carry the presence of God. Um, I don't hear a lot of people talk touch on it. You know, they say, oh, the glory of God is heavy and the glory of God is powerful and make sure you are a carrier of the glory. Um, but not a lot of people tell you um, the cost behind carrying the presence of God. You will lose friends. Um, you will lose family members. Um, you will lose associates. Um, you will mainly, you will possibly, if you have it, um, you will, you will literally use, um, I mean, you literally lose uh, material things homes, uh, money, finances, um, because God has to test you to see if you can really handle what he's graced you to handle. Um, and one of the things that I wrote down, and uh, I guess you guys will be the first to hear about it, um, along with Minister Major, uh, along with Major, um, is that um, in my book that I'm preparing to release, um, I wrote down um, some things you have to go through so that it can keep you humble. A lot of the things that God allows us to go through is to remind us to stay humble. If we did not go through um, hurt, if we did not go through pain, if we did not dealt with sin, if we did not, you know, dealt with um, the issues of life, um, we will be walking around with pride and ego. But some things come to remind us to stay low, to stay humble. So, um, you know, uh, be grateful for the things that you do encounter in ministry. Um, be grateful um, that it did happen because it teaches you what not to do, but it also teaches you to protect what you carry. Um, number three, um, in ministry being young, you will go through a season of stripping and rebuilding. In other words, God will strip your natural self down to rebuild you to be who he created you to be. All right. Um, so that also deals with like identity. It deals with ministry. Um, it deals with your aspect on life. Um, you know, cause we're taught to preach in season and out of season, but um, sometimes there are seasons where um, you really have to continuously encourage yourself as well as the people when it seems like the word of God is dying down, um, mm -hmm. especially in the, in the hours that we are in with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. you, you really like this right here is really um, a shaker to, the, to us as people because it's like, well, wait a minute, we wasn't ready. But God did say, prepare for in seasons and out of season. Out of season, yeah. This is our out of season as a body of Christ, if you guys haven't paid attention. This is our out of season. 
So a course is unnormal, a course is unusual, of course it feels awkward because it's not what we're used to. But can you still work the ground even in uncomfortable conditions? Wow. That's what God is trying to show us. Can we still work the ground, the foundation of the church, the foundation of ministry, who we claim we are, even in uncomfortable conditions? Because at the end of the day, you have to have a heart as an evangelist always. Mm -hmm. An evangelist loves this type of environment. Why? Because this is their moment to go and get a soul without hesitation. They're used to this. This is what they're naturally born to do. They are born to go and get the people. But for someone who is so stuck in the, in the mentality of the mindset of the church behind a four walls, this is a struggle for them. It's literally you telling them trying to breathe above, um, above sea level and they don't know how to properly swim. Um, so they have to be trained behind closed doors for environments like this. But when you allow God to properly prepare you behind closed doors, you will know how to adapt in any season. So my challenge for every young preacher is to learn to adapt to every season that you are called to. Because um, there are going to be some seasons where it's going to feel as though you are spiritually suffering. But God is just saying, why are you going crazy? And why are you um, basically um, having anxiety? All you need to do is swim. For example, when Jesus was on the water, Peter stepped out of the boat and he noticed he was on the water. Peter began to walk towards Jesus. But as soon as Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, he sinked. And Jesus looked at him and said, oh, ye of little faith. Sometimes it's not about how your environment looks, but it's about what how you view your environment if you were like peter it pays to keep your mind focused on the task at hand so that you don't drown because in that moment jesus was teaching them a lesson do not depend on the storm to get you out depend on me i have the power if in fact i have so much power i command this storm to stop and it will stop at my voice. Why? Because I know how it was created. All it takes is for us to be obedient to the voice of God and have instructions um, enough to know that we are not in this by ourselves. But if we obey the voice of the Lord, we'll be just fine. And I believe that if this generation obeys God, we can take the church to another place that has never been before, to another capacity that has never been before. And I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm waiting for the Azusa Street experience. This remnant is bigger than the Azusa Street. All it takes is one accordness and obedience. That's right. something fresh that God wants to release. Um, and that brings me to my last um, point. Um, the four S's. Being young in the ministry, you know, stability is key. Um, make sure you have a stable um, lifestyle. Um, if you, in other words, um, ministry shouldn't be your main time, your, um, your full-time job, unless God called you to full-time ministry. That's another story. Um, but if you are not called to full-time ministry, have a job, y'all. Get some money in your pocket. Don't depend on the body of Christ to pay you. Um, 
and, and let me let me dig right there. When you walk into ministry as a young person, money shouldn't be your main focus. Um, the soul <laughs> and the assignment of God ought to be your main focus. Amen. Um, I I really dislike when preachers come into ministry and they're like, "Well, they didn't give me this as a seed. Why are you in here? Why are you here? Uh-huh. Are you here to make your name great and to receive money, or are you really here because you desire to see somebody change and because you can't turn back from your yes when you told God yes to ministry? Because here it is, you did not sign up for you; you signed up for His will. So automatically, you return, you turned over your rights, your legal rights to God when you walked into ministry. And now you are required to carry yourself accordingly. And because ministry is causing you to, yo, okay, let's be real. Because ministry is causing your flesh to be cut open, Ooh. You, 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 you don't like that side of feeling of ministry. You don't like, uh, you don't like God having to deal with you about you. Because now let's go back if we could. And um, it's easy to get into ministry, but to stay there is your place of consecration. A lot of people don't like to fast. A lot of people don't like to lay themselves down um, for God to really deal with them about them. And because um, ministry requires a consecrated lifestyle, um, people are no longer catering um, their people are no longer laying their flesh before the Lord. So now you're out here doing what you want to do. And it's not necessarily God um, with you, but you're releasing yourself. You're doing things yourself without his um, covering and his protection. So now you're feeding your flesh and you're starving your soul. And you think that what you're doing is God and the oil of God when really it's just your flesh running on oil spills. Uh. So now you so now there's no stability. You're not humble. You're not serving and you're not carrying yourself accordingly. So you're stinking. You're running around here with a stench and it's really bothering um, not just the people around you, but it's bothering God because he's requiring more of you, but you don't want what he's requiring because it don't <clears throat> feel good. So young people, young preachers, make sure that you keep these four S's in mind. Stability, get you a job. Stability also is like, make sure you have a balanced life. Get out the house. Go have fun with your friends. Go to the movies. Go to the mall. Go bowling. Do what you got to do. Laugh a little bit. Um, you know, enjoy life while you're young. That's another thing. Um, I definitely disliked that happened to me. Um, because I started out in ministry so young, I really didn't get to have that balanced life that I'm having now at my age which is I'm pretty much about to be um 27 so um you still young <laughs> <laughs> so so for me uh at this age it's like dang I'm finally living but I guess it's because the anointing on my life um 
was being molded at a mature age, um, especially because I grew up AME. Um, they didn't allow um, you to go into ministry until you hit the age of 18. Um, you could minister, you could preach, but your track record wasn't effective until you reached that certain age. Oh, wow. Um, and so for me, um, you know, I preached, I ministered, uh, traveled places. Um, but the seal of approval, if I can use it that way, of what I was called to do didn't represent behind me until I hit, until I hit 18. So um, once I hit 18, you know, I was still in high school, getting ready to graduate, go to college, um, still trying to figure life out. So, of course, I was doing my own thing um, while preaching. You know, that's crazy, right? I know. Yes. Um, preachers can cover that up very well. Do your own thing while still trying to, you know, preach to people. Um, and, and another thing is, even when you do do that, it will catch up to you because God will start to really deal with you and be like, hey, that's not a good look. You ain't about to carry my name and just do whatever you want to do. I'm not about to have you looking like renegade or your orphan. When my name is on you, you ought to carry yourself accordingly. So you can have fun. But what I will say is keep your business, keep people out your business and keep your business private. Because if your business is so caught up in people that it gets to the front line, let's quote unquote, Larry Reed, your business ain't business no more. So be mindful of your circle. Be careful what you do. Protect your environment. Make sure you stay humble. Strive to serve and walk in style. Now, I know some of y'all going to see this shirt that I got on. Don't judge it. It's a chill, relaxed moment. As you can see, me and, B, me and, um, me and yeah. Major, we are real chill today. <laughs> but when it comes down to the assignment that you are called to carry, you ought to dress accordingly. Um, especially, um, okay, so let me rephrase that. I'm a different type of preacher. A type of preacher. I know there are some places that I have to dress formal and business casual because of those type of denominations. But then there are some places I know I can go where jeans and sneakers are acceptable and I won't have no heads turned against me. Now, what I mean is dressing in style is girl, if you know it's too tight and you can't move in it, do not wear it. And sir, if you know it's too tight and you can't breathe in it, do not wear it. Dress your age and dress appropriately, y'all. Like, it's okay. We get it. You love certain stuff. But let it let it be respectful in the house of God. You never want to become a distraction. Um, you don't want your outfit to be the main focus and people forget anything you said out of your mouth. Let that word marinate more than your attire. Even if you have to, and, and this is another this is another reason why I love um, this woman of God. Her name is Evangelist Latrice Ryan. She said a while back that people wouldn't know that um, she only had the suit uh, a certain few outfits for church, but she would change it up and wear it again. 
because this is all she had. Never get so caught up in yourself or full of yourself or full of ministry that you don't think that can't nobody touch you and you got the best attire going on. Because God can take all of that to humble you with just one outfit and make you wear it over and over and over again until you get a sense of understanding. The only reason we are here, and this is why we have to get back to um, honoring God for who he is. The only reason why we are in ministry is because of God. And the same way we was placed there is the same way he can remove us. Remember always, y'all, we are replacements. God don't need you. But be grateful. He, ca he called you and he chose you for this. So just stay low. Like, I don't know how best I could possibly express it. Um, just stay low. Love people. Don't be nasty coming into this thing. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. They be ill info and all this stuff. And it's like, where's your love? So, you know, love people. Enjoy life. And just shoot to be the best that God calls you to be. Be authentic. Be you. My spiritual mother tells me this all the time. Just be you, girl. That's it. And I literally be shooting to be me. Like, I don't try to be like nobody else. Um, because if I... Here's the thing. If you shoot to be like everybody else, you will never find you. You will never be satisfied. You will never enjoy the fullness of life for yourself. So it's better that you be you than to be somebody else and if you've been living and maybe you are listening and you've been living off of pleasing people i pray that god breaks that mindset i pray that god breaks that system off of you to the point where you actually take the opportunity in the moment to free yourself before i even pass this to major free yourself like choose to be free and when you choose to be free, when you choose to stop and be who you predict, who God created you to be, then you can actually breathe for once and stop stressing. Learn to tell people no. Like, stop allowing people to walk over your life. And you start walking. Start doing something that is beneficial for you. It's okay, girl. It's okay, bro. You can be you for once. You've done it for everybody else. You had a nice heart. Make sure everybody else is straight. Now it's time to make sure you're good. So, love y'all. Um, I hope I didn't say too much. But I'm passionate my brother. <laughs> you are on point the whole time. I mean, it, it, that, all that stuff. I mean, if you're a young preacher, I, I, I pray that you took notes. I was sitting here just listening. Like, I agree with everything she said. And, um... I'm gonna. My points are gonna, you know, kind of touch a little bit on hers. But before I go into it, um, be be humble. Be humble. Um, don't be so in a rush. Like to tell you all a quick background story about God's recording. This this right here is 18 years old. I started this right here in my bedroom at age 11 with a cassette tape. And a microphone, a karaoke machine. It started out as an audio wow. recording ministry back in 2002. So now it's, it's 2000. You know, we're here in a different year. And, you know, God is still doing great things. You know, be humble. And don't be so quick when 
when people tell you you are too young to do something, don't get discouraged. Because people was telling me I was too young to do this, too young to do that. And, you know, I didn't really fully understand the Lord. But now looking back on it, it was truly him that led me to start God's recording and has led me all these years. And I, have I been on the right straight and narrow the whole time? No, <laughs> no, not at all. But I encourage you all to be humble and to don't be in such a rush. Learn from the process, enjoy the process, and live life. And I'm going to talk. I'm going to get briefly on that real quick in these points. The first point I want to talk about. The first thing I want you all to keep in mind is everyone is not going to support you. That part. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not going to support you. Don't you know? I, I say this all the time. Don't be so caught up on the number of supporters you got. Mm-hmm. Just preach the word. Teach the word. Do what you call to do. Just focus on that. Every time I go preach or I teach, I do what the Lord asks me to do. I take myself out the equation and I let the Lord have his way. You know, don't be so worried about who's there or who's not there. You know, I could, I could truly say after all these years, you know, I haven't had like a big whole group of um, followers. And that really never bothered me because somebody's getting the gospel. Somebody's getting the word. People getting saved. So, you know, I'm, I I know for a fact God is pleased because the Bible says, you know, when one gets saved, heaven rejoices. So, yes, you know, we so we got to remember that, you know, it's not about the, the number of supporters you got. Don't worry about who's not supporting you. Just just work with what you got. I just talked about that here on God's Court not too long ago. Matter of fact, on my 18th anniversary, work with what you got. And focus on what God is giving you to do. Number two is a big one. Because, man, it took me years to get, get this one. You will learn what a real friendship is and an unreal friendship is. I mean, I, I tell you, <laughs> when I got licensed in 2016, my life changed. And, you know, I knew it was going to change, but I didn't know it was going to change the way it did. It's just like. People, some people started treating me differently, and some people started, you know, easing away from me. You know, I really found out who my true friends were. You know, and it's not a big group of people; it's only a few people. I can kind of all count them all on my hand. It's just don't don't be so caught up in what you're losing. Be focused on what you're gaining. You know, it, it's I think so many people be so caught up with I known this person for so many years. I've known this person. I've been I've been through a lot with this person. You know, I don't want to lose this, but God sees all and knows all. So when 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 that friendship starts to deteriorate, don't don't be so caught up in what you're losing. You know, if you know if God is in the midst and He's doing what He's doing, let Him do what He do. You know, you're gonna learn what a real friend is and what and what a um, real friend. You just go. You just gonna know. Trust me, yes. from experience, you just don't know. The higher you go in God, <laughs> the more you'll see. Yes. Mm-hmm. It exposes. It exposes a lot because a lot of you will find out who's really plotting your demise, who who don't want to see you succeed. Um, my next thing is the road is going to be tougher, and Pastor Grip touched on that some. The road is going to be tougher. It's gonna be very. T- I ain't gonna lie. Just recently, I had a, like so I had a time period where I was in in, in a dark place, you know, because it just life it, life got so heavy to the point it's just I went into a state of depression almost. I, I, I went almost back to a dark place I haven't been to since I was a teenager, 
And I really had to remind myself, and even my fiance had to tell me, like, BJ, look at all these people that's being blessed by, you know, the message the messages you are delivering, the prayers that you're doing. You know, a lot of people are receiving the on the um the gospel through what you're doing. You know, get up. You know, she was telling me that, reminded me that. that. And what really like amazed me is when she, my my new book, when she was reading my dedication, she turned it over to me and say, "See, anytime you feel that way, look at this dedication page. This is why you do what you do because God has called you to this. So it's just you know the road is gonna get tougher. You're just gonna have to." Fight through it. Surround yourself with people who are going to help you get through that. Like her, she helped me get through that. A few people who know I was going through that, they helped me get through. They they constantly reminded me why I was doing what I was doing, not because I wanted to, but because God had chosen me to do this. So you got to remember who called you and what's the purpose of you doing what you're doing. At the end of the day, God's not going to bring you to something and leave you by yourself. He's going to be right there with you. You got to truly, you know, do your best and say, you know what? I'm not going to win. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to let the enemy win. I'm not going to let this feeling win. I'm going I'm going to come out on top because Jesus Christ is my Lord. He's my Savior. He's my strength. He's everything I need. You got to really speak life to yourself. And as hard as it was a few weeks ago, I had to really speak life to myself. Even when all I do was stay in the bed and sleep all day in the dark. I had to continue to keep myself going. And I, I encourage you all, you got to keep yourself going. Whether it's to go out to the park, go outside, go running, go exercise, whatever yes. it is, you got to keep going. Don't, oh, I'm going to say this, let's go step, step on some toes. <laughs> Don't be so holy to the point you're ignorant. That part, right. Because so many people are so still, well, God's going to do this. God, you know, I don't need to do this out. Stop that. There's nothing wrong with going exercise and going out for a walk um going getting your favorite yeah it's, it's nothing wrong with that i love watching Rod rats say hey arnold you know hey that clears listen, my head that's the listen never nobody know about that like we do i'm telling you 90s babies this is where it's yes at. i mean do stuff like that family i love looking at family matters i mean stuff like that it just it clears my head you know um, I had to really learn at one point because it was a certain point in time. My whole life was ministry, like God's recording and tapings and going to people's houses and spread. It was so much of that to the point. Someone told me, BJ, you got to take it easy. You've been going nonstop all these years. Enjoy yourself. Just like she said, she's uh, about to be 27. I'm about to, I'm about to be 30 uh, in 2021. <laughs> I'm just now like being living the last few years, like since what, 25, 26, really just really been enjoying my life. And mm -hmm. so, you know, in, enjoy your life. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being safe and having fun as long as you don't go out of God's will. <laughs> that part, that part. Yeah. He'll get you, man. Yeah. So, so don't, so don't say BJ said, you know, we can enjoy life and do whatever we want to. No, I did. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Don't put that Use on me. Use wisdom. Use wisdom. Yes. Um, number four, be who God has called you to be. Don't duplicate no one. And Pastor Grit touched on this as well. Um, my former pastor, before he retired, he told me when he was training me, find your own identity. Don't be somebody else. Be you. And I ain't gonna lie, I was afraid for the longest time to be me at my church because it's 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 
it's kind of old school, got that old school mindset. So, you know, being me is not old school at all. I mean, I got an old soul, but it's just really, I'm kind of out there. I'm not like a traditional preacher, you know. Like, I could walk up in a room like, hey, how y'all doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, I, I'm just me. And, you know, I was like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to work, people. But now, I'm, I'm just me. Like, I, I'm not afraid to hold it back. This is who God has, you know, made me to be. I'm, I'm very, you know, energetic to be a guy. I'm just energetic. I just love brightening up a room when I walk in. Love, love making people laugh. Be yourself. And even when you preach, don't try to go up there, try to talk like T.D. Jakes uh, or Rudolph McKenzie. Uh, just be you. Be you, and, and here's a here's a great example. When I did my initial sermon, the thing that people said, the thing people came and told me after I did that was they realized when I got up there, I wasn't trying to be nobody else. I was being me, and that, that opened them up to receive the word more. Mm-hmm. People pay attention to that now. They want you to be who you are in the Lord because because they want a word just as fast as you want to give a word. So you mm-hmm. gotta be yourself. And just to think, if I wasn't myself, they wouldn't have gotten that word that day. <laughs> so think about that. Think strongly about that. And my last one is a big one. Rest days are a must. Yes. <laughs> Rest days are a must. Now, earlier this year, or late last year, earlier this year, Pastor um, um, Howard Wesley took a sabbatical. And, you know, a lot of people in the church was criticizing him. But to me, I really looked up to him for that because he recognized something. And he, he he wanted to step away to get himself together because he recognized the position God had put him in. And he had to really get refreshed. So I'm telling you all this young preachers, while you are young, make sure you get have your rest days. Make sure you learn how to say no sometimes. That's <laughs> Take your... Yeah, take your rest days. It is it's very, very important. You will see the difference. I took I, I take my rest days. <laughs> I ain't I ain't like I ain't like take my rest days. I take my moments. I go now, do what I, I gotta do. I don't know how them pastors do it with just one rest day. I got praise the Lord. God bless them. But mm. <laughs> I need more than just one day a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I go I do my fishing. <laughs> I go I go watch TV. I, I have those days. Even though I ain't gonna lie, sometimes like, oh man, I wish I had something to do. I'm so bored. But when you get you'll get the hang of it. Just learn to sit there and not do nothing. Enjoy. Get to know yourself a little bit more, a little bit better. Work on yourself. But those are my five things. Pastor Grill really just hit the nail on the head. She really, she really did. I thank you for letting the Lord use you today. I really feel that people got a lot out of everything today here on God's recording. So be young, enjoy yourself, enjoy life. But at the same time, remember that with this, with your calling, comes a huge responsibility and a huge changes. So you know, because um, being so young when I started out, it's a lot of things I didn't understand. I'm glad God didn't give me everything I have now back then because I wouldn't been able to handle it. You listen, tell me you and me both. I'll be like, no, I'm good. I um, find somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm telling you the stuff that we were witness to. Um, even when you said you'll find out who your real friends and your real friends are not. Um, I actually had somebody this year, the beginning of this year, before they disconnected from me, they told me, they said, um, just make sure you stay humble and stay pure. 
um, they said, if we don't ever talk again, um, just make sure you stay humble and stay pure when you walk into this next door. Now, I didn't know what door they was talking about until now, meaning pastoral shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we may not be close ever again, but just make sure that you stay pure um, and stay humble. And I was like, what are you talking about? We may not be close ever again. But I found out the agenda behind what they were saying. Um, what the, the agenda and what they were doing behind closed doors was impure. Um, you know, and I'm just like, you know, often, and so, you know, sometimes we grow up and we have a tendency, we're not, especially me, because I'm prophetic and I'm a prophet, um, I'm, I'm used to not having people around. And so when people do come around, it's like, oh, when you meet somebody, you're like, God, please keep him close. But sometimes their seasons are up. And when their seasons are up, it kind of hurts you a little bit because you're like, well, dang, God, why you brought them if you're going to take them away? You know? Uh-huh. And, and so for me, it was like when they told me, you know, the first thing they told me was because I told them I want to go deeper in God. That's just my thing. I felt like where I was at wasn't enough. And I needed to go further um, and, and encounter God even more. And they was like, well, if you go to that place, you're going to lose me. And I was like, whoa, like, wait a minute, pause. So you're telling me if I reach another potential in God, I will lose you. But in the back of my head, I'm like, who I lose? <laughs> if God is calling me to a higher place in him, I must do so. I must obey. Um, and then it went from that to if we don't become close again, stay humble and stay low. And sometimes God will use the people you didn't expect him to use, that you actually prayed for, you actually interceded for, that you actually believed God for. You pray that God bless them. You pray that God will keep them. You pray that God will expand their ministry. All these different things. Um, sometimes before their season is up, hello Judas um, God will cause them to really encourage you for your next season and he will prepare you for the season that you have to go on with without them um, sometimes you know we as young people we don't touch on that but you have to sometimes you lose people in some of the most worst seasons before God prepares you for your season of elevation and you have to learn to accept what he allows Interesting. It's a lot we could really talk about when it comes to things to mm-hmm. to to learn that you need to know as a young preacher, you know, because um one thing about being young is that there's a lot of temptations and traps out there for you and you yeah. gotta really be able to discern and to really have yourself, you know, geared up with the full arm of God because I mean it, it's it's I don't want y'all to just look at getting up on a pulpit or these having a preaching engagement and mm-hmm. think that's it. It's not it. It's it's so much more to that. You know, it's it's a lot. It's, it's deeper. <laughs> you know, um, I was already doing ministry before I got licensed. Since I've been licensed, I've learned so much more. And I say, I tell people this all the time. I have so much more respect for pastors. Because pastors go through a lot. <laughs> and I, I see it first thing. I'm like, whoa, okay. And and yes. I was like, and, and you know, it's 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 something, you know, God has been telling me like he's prepared me for stuff, and I'm like, okay, um 
<laughs> it's your time, your way. You know, hey, it is what it is. You, 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 you gotta be just be willing to learn and and embrace what you learn. Don't be thinking that you know you think you know everything. You don't know everything. Thank you. That part. You don't. Yes. You don't know. I'm Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so very much, Pastor Grill, once again for joining me today here on God's recording to all preachers, not just young, but all preachers. I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. I know definitely has been a blessing to me. I really gained a lot out of today's episode. And if you want to know more about things that um ministry reveals and teaches you as a young preacher or preacher in general be sure to tune in tonight on my personal facebook page at 6 p.m pastor greer and i will be coming together once again to discuss some more things that ministry uh, reveals as, and teaches um a, a preacher that will be happening tonight at 6 p.m on my personal facebook page check out the description to this podcast and find out how you can go ahead and you know um tune in tonight it's going to be on facebook live on my personal um facebook page so um it's definitely going to be a great time tonight i am looking forward to it um i know that today's episode was geared more towards preachers but i do not want to miss an opportunity to extend the invitation to christ i don't know who you are i don't know what you're going through but i do know this one thing jesus christ loves you Jesus Christ wants to save you. Jesus Christ is ready, willing, and able to do what needs to be done in your life. You can't put your complete trust in man because man will let you down. But you can definitely put your trust in Jesus Christ. He has never lost a case and he will never lose a case. The Bible tells us that for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Today, when you hear his voice, harden not your heart but let Jesus Christ come on in and change your whole life around. You are not going to miss this opportunity to give Jesus Christ your life. We could talk about church membership later. We will get to that. But right now, I'm more focused and concerned on getting your soul right. Helping you get your soul right for Jesus Christ. And the way to do that is by giving him your life. Giving him your heart. If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in thy own heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. Don't miss this opportunity. Do not tune off of today's episode. And you have not, and I repeat, and you have not said yes to Jesus Christ. I got to say that one more time. Do not tune off of today's episode and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you have any more questions about Jesus Christ or you have made that decision 
to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, reach out to me. All my contact information is in the description to this pod in this to this podcast. Do not miss this opportunity. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The invitation is still extended. It, it, it don't it don't stop. As long as the blood is running warm in your veins and as the t- clock still is ticking, the invitation is extended. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you all so very much for tuning in today to God's record. I know today's episode was a little bit lengthy, but I, I strongly believe that there's so many people, especially preachers who got a lot out of today's episode tune in this coming friday for a brand new episode of god's recording it's going to be another great episode and i'm not going to be by myself i will be having three incredible young people joining me this coming friday and we'll be discussing embracing your anointing and (laughs) i want to tell you this you are you are not going to miss it it's definitely going to be a must listen to episode so if you know any young people or you yourself is interested and would like to tell others about this upcoming episode be sure to spread the word share this podcast like i said beginning of every episode you could you could email this podcast to someone you can um send it in a text message you can even post it on social media because y'all number um one thing i want y'all to remember not only when you do that you you help this podcast to grow but most importantly number one when you when you share this podcast you are helping the gospel of jesus christ truly and i mean truly reach more and more people so with that being said that is it for today's episode i love you all until next time this is minister bertram bj major signing off telling you all to stay great stay safe and be blessed